Hey guys, welcome back to Twisted Times, a weekly podcast with me, Cece King, and my co-host, Ryan Jillian. Ryan and I are good friends who are both writers, actors, and activists. Ryan is also a teacher, and I produce films, and right now we are hosts of this podcast. Every week we bring on unique and influential guests hoping to elevate voices through conversations and drinks. Pull up a seat to our table and join us. You can also keep up with me and Ryan on our Instagram, at Twisted Times a Podcast, and our YouTube channel, Twisted Times a Podcast. We also have a website, www.twistedvalleyfilms.com, where we have merchandise that supports the show along with our TV and film watch list. In the episode's description, you will find a section to submit a voice note. This is for guest suggestions and listener questions that we will air on the show. Thank you all for continuing to support us. Move over, Kathy Lee and Hoda. Ryan and Cece are here. Recess founder Ben White has always been naturally wired and anxious. After experimenting with natural remedies, it was the unique combination of hemp extract and adaptogens that seemed to do the trick. Describing his feeling as not tired, not wired, he was determined to create a product that harnessed the balanced, focused state of mind. Recess was born in 2018 and has been spreading a calm, cool, collected message ever since. Not only is Recess a relaxing CBD beverage, but they are also a wellness and lifestyle brand with digital experiences and apparel for the creative community. Visit takearecess.com and use promo code TWISTEDTIMES for 15% off. Ryan, are you there? Listening to Twisted Times, a weekly podcast with Cece and Ryan. I like how huge they are. I feel like Faye Dunaway. They're so big. I love them. I have no- also I'm feeling very Leisha Keys today. You look like you need a piano and you need to break out in song. Or you're like right? a professor. But like a really cool professor that's teaching, like I don't know, what are you cultural teaching? cultural yeah. economics with a with a minor in hip hop and black it, artistic culture and revolution? Yeah, and like maybe a specialty on Lena Horn and like whatever that Cougar background. Oh yeah, and no, maybe you're you're not an art teacher. You're like. Yeah. Like maybe art theory or like. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like art theory. You have like a fucking trumpet on your wall. I know. Well, this, my grandfather, this was my grandfather's trumpet that I've had forever. I've had it since I was a kid. Um, we should maybe drop that photo in this video so you can oh, see sure. with it. You're the cutest kid I've ever seen in my life. You're Don't so, bring up my baby pictures. I mean, I was pretty cute too. I feel like we were really cute. What right? was like the little girl who would have been the Toys R Us commercials that made you like go to your mom and bug you to get you all the shit that she had in the commercial, like the new little Jeep. Oh, I had the little Jeep. Of course she did. I'm telling you, I know these things. 
stare. I don't know if you used to do this, but I used to literally stare at the, um, what is it? The TV when I was a kid and me and my brother, we literally scream at it and be like, I want that. I want that. I want that. Like my parents probably get none of it. None of it. Go outside, climb a tree. I'm like, okay. Exactly. Oh my God. Guess what? What? It's October. Oh, it's my birth month. It's her birth month. This is why I'm in black, because I'm like really channeling my Scorpio double full, eh, double full moon in October. I looked up what this full moon, we need to get an astrologist on here or like somebody. Ooh. Who, oh my God, I had the perfect person. That's crazy you brought that up. But yeah. someone just kind of came back into my life that hasn't been in my life for a while. So I think this is the reason why. He probably came back because it's the full moon. That's why. Yep. Well, there was a full moon. So I was like looking it up to try to better educate myself on the full moon. And then I found out that there was a full moon. I think it was on the second. And then there's, it was, it's going into Aries, I guess the full moon going into Aries. And then I'm a Scorpio. We're in Libra right now. But then at the end of the month on the 31st on Halloween is another full moon, which is during my time of birth, sort of my birthday's. Yeah. 24th but I feel like that means like a lot of a lot of good stuff maybe it's like a big it's just like one big full circle moment everything's gonna come together in October yes let's breathe in hope I'm gonna put my camera on pause so I can just take a moment hold on okay I'm I'm coming back Oh, look at, my, look at my whole government name on the screen. Wait, you literally like didn't just pause. You left me. Okay. I'm still here. Are you drinking? That's beer. That glass is elegant as fuck, Cece. Can I tell you a story about this glass? Yes. This glass started out with tiramisu in it. That's how classy we are over here. Um, we got these like tiramisus and they came in this glass. And then Chintzy is like, I need them for my beer or sorry for her espresso so i'm putting beer in it i love it i got paint and i tried to do for our voting booth for october i tried to do like paint paint it and then i just well i started painting my hat in case you didn't notice it's crooked i love it but a for fucking effort i mean hello vote hashtag by the way i put vote on the back too so oh shit for double voting. And then I tried to, I won't even, I got rid of it. I deleted it. Um, my attempt at painting. So I just, I made some cards. Obviously the theme is voting. So my colors are very, I'm not in my house right now. This is why this for the month of October, I'm not home. So this is my makeshift. I don't have the yellow wall. This is my makeshift studio. So this is this we is, love Cece's makeshift studio. Cece creates art and hangs it in her makeshift studio every week. Oh, I should do a new one for each guest. But yeah, I'm gonna, I'll put the name of the guest. I'll put it on this side. But for now, this, Twisted Times, this so is cute. for the voting booth. And then this is also going to be hanging for the voting booth. You like those stripes? It looks so baseball-y. I love it. Hello, America. Very American. Baseball's super American. I know it is. But speaking of America, so I feel like we need to, um, we need to do some serious recapping because, well, first of all, before we get into it. We start with like serious stuff or you start with fun stuff. I think we should end with fun stuff. Okay. 
okay, we can end with fun stuff. But I mean, all I know is that when's the last time? I don't even think you and I have done a podcast episode, just you and I, in a really in a while, probably yeah. since probably since it was the end of summer, sort of. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I think like it was maybe August. Yeah, it was a while ago. But I feel as though shit has really hit the fans. <laughs> it's like the world is getting so exciting. COVID is still here. That's so fucking true. It's rampant. It's real. It's rampant. My mom called me yesterday and told me that she's worried because they're shutting down like nine boroughs or areas in Brooklyn. So that's good. It's good. We're on it. We're about to approach a second wave. Maybe, maybe if everyone would just mask yeah. up and you know, yeah, tell people when you have COVID. People don't keep people in the dark. Yeah, don't keep people in the dark. And what else has happened since the summer? I mean, September. We've had some good guests on. That's good. We had Nia, who was great. Uh, yeah, yes. We've had, well, this was September. We had Nia, we had Connie, we had Annette. Mm-hmm. And talking to them, I felt like I talked to like 8,000 people because like they brought so many stories. Yeah, I that mean, was good. Shit. And now we're like heading into voting month, which is really great. Um, yeah. But I have to say, like, personally because we're a little like we're I'd say we're a little behind because the one the election what was that called the debate mm-hmm. that was like a week ago basically wasn't it, it was like, yeah it was um, like- yeah but I I feel like being in Canada watching that debate was possibly one of the scariest things I've ever seen and I know and I know I'm speaking probably from a place of just being an American. And I think a lot of Americans in America watching that were scared, but it was just so crazy. Like I've been here for a majority of Trump's presidency. So to just, like, it doesn't even seem real. Like, I feel like I'm living in a, I'm like, what is going on over there? Watching everything unfold and how bad it's gotten. And then on top of that, to watch this election and, or the debate, but the, the thing about it was like I knew like going into it first of all I'm Irish Catholic from Philadelphia originally that's where I was born my mom's from Pennsylvania I have a lot of family there Joe Biden kind of reminds me of like Mike Popoff like he's like this like good guy like I feel like he's just a nice guy you know who just tries to be on the right side of things and I was so worried for him, like going into this, because I was like, this fucking man is going to chew you out. Like I knew it, you know, and I'm sure everybody knew it, but but to see it really play out, like even more aggressive than I thought, I was just like, you have no mercy. And he just is like a child. And it was really like unfortunate to watch and sad. And I felt really bad. He took some serious low blows. I was bullied as a kid. For me, I felt like I was so triggered by watching it because I felt like I was back in like the school being bullied for like whatever reason. But when I say bullied, I mean verbally, like it's verbal bullying, like is what he's doing. And he's attacking him. And so out of context, like talking about his education, I thought was just like the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Yeah. 
But anyway, aside from that, where it really, like, I got off the couch, looked at my partner, and, like, I was like, you don't even, because she didn't even really feel the weight of what I would, like, how I felt. I popped off and was like, what is he doing right now? He is literally threatening the election process. He is trying to scare people from voting. He wants you to think that your vote, my very ballot that I just got uh, like, you know, to, well, it's an absentee that I just got, that I just filled out like that day. He's telling me that, oh, they don't count. They're going to end up in a swamp. So even he made me question myself. Like I questioned me. I questioned my like ballot. And that was really scary. I'm like the fact that you have the power to make me almost think I shouldn't put this in the mail because it's not going to count. So fuck it. What's the point? is right there where we have a huge problem. He's a problem. Anyway, so I was really scared. So that scared the living daylights out of me. And I'm glad that I got to watch SNL because they definitely, Jim Carrey and and Alec Baldwin did a really good. I love both of them, but I unfortunately missed SNL. Yeah, so anyway, that's that's my side of things. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Huh? Okay. I'm doing okay. I, um, I don't know. I'm in this very unique space because I have like two very opposing sides coming at me very strongly. And I'm that type of person who takes every piece of information like, and takes the pieces that I like. And I see how that aligns with my way of thinking. And I find myself in this really unique space of, um, just truly seeing both opponents as just being men and what I think of them as men, because I can't go strategically into this thinking of them as leaders because I truly, as a woman, as a black woman, I honestly don't trust Joe Biden. But the only reason why I'm trusting Joe Biden right now is because of Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, excuse me. And, but then you have Donald Trump, where then I understand some of the thoughts of the Republican Party. And I can understand how they can be skewed by the media. You know what I mean? Like, I know watching CNN and MSNBC, I know how that's very strategically specific to a very specific group of people, as is Fox News. And I'm in this space where I don't want to fucking hear either of them. And I just want to, like, listen to BBC. I want to see what they have to say. I want to hear what Amanda Seals has to say. She has become a source of news for me. I've always trusted Soledad O'Brien. I've always thought that she was so fucking brilliant. So she unfortunately, like, is not on television as much as she used to be. And now her platform is Twitter, which I am a millennial, but I don't understand Twitter. I don't know how it works. I don't like it. I'm scared of it. I can't keep it activated. I guess, as Trump would say, the Russians keep hacking into it. I don't fucking know, but every week my Twitter is broken into it. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm not opening a Twitter again. But anyway, I'm just, I'm just in this very, like this really strange space. And you know what, that's so interesting because I was actually just listening to um, Chelsea Handler. I was on her Instagram page watching something today about vodka. You know, she used to date 50 Cent. Oh yeah, she's, but I love her. She's from New Jersey. Um, But you know what I love about her is I feel like she 
leans in and educates herself and and tries to understand and through her understanding and her through her understanding and her education i'm learning a lot through chelsea to be honest and i feel like she just well she posted this thing and she goes you think that like it's fake news you the thing about the media even here even just with, with the pandemic being in canada it's like if you don't like cnn if you don't like because i agree like cnn like fox news it's so uh, these opinions like get your opinions of like people like fucking anderson cooper whose mother is gloria vanderbilt and it's like 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 why is he qualified for this job like if you want to hear people's opinions it's then you can watch cnn and you can watch fox news if you need the opinion debate or whatever in the politics of the pandemic for that matter but they're going to be skewed one side or the other but if you look at like you said bbc or here at the global news like if you look at any outside of america how they report it's definitely on a more neutral ground but yeah. they are sort of reporting the god honest truth of the absurdity and also from like other states because like my mother delivers me news from like midlothian fucking virginia you know what i mean okay listen to the name it is real people midlothian virginia is a real place okay and she delivers me this news from this station delivered to midlothian and it like gives you very bare bones about joe biden and his past and what he's done like it is very raw and open it is shit you will never hear like on mainstream news channels i just feel like right now news spaces are not the space to be looking to for information because they're specifically doing their jobs for their sides i think what also needs to be really highlighted is like i understand look joe biden like just fundamentally the way that our politics works that the government works that we have all these democrats slash republicans or whatever that are running against each other in the primaries and like they decide then who's the front runner to like we have to beat people out and it's like why aren't I've always, I've never understood this. And especially this year, last year, oh, I mean, four years ago, I, I've never really understood. Why aren't they getting together, having a powwow and saying, who is the strongest person to represent our party? Like, forget about these debates. I mean, sure, have the debates, but maybe narrow it to like four, start with four, and the strongest four, and then go from there and really assess. And I never also understood why they wait so long to announce their VP. Like, I feel like the VP almost feels like, I'm like, yeah, like I love Kamala Harris, but like she, I mean, well, she was also running. So that's a whole thing. So like that, that right there is just like, okay, well, that is frustrating. But then you get Joe Biden, then you have Kamala Harris, but what you really have to be looking at now, now, we are here now. So CNN aside, news aside, everything aside, I think you need to be looking at the administration that you want and that are going to be shaping the next four years and fixing what is wrong with our country at the moment. And like not voting to me is bullshit. And I think I've heard enough 
Gen Zers and enough, I mean, people in general, not to point out Gen Zers, but I have heard this. A lot of people are like, I don't like Biden. I don't like, you know, Trump. Forget it. I'm not voting. A lot of people are not voting. They just don't want to vote. And I think that's a total cop out. I think that's total bullshit. I don't care who you are. It's your right. Honestly, some countries, it's a duty. I think it should be a duty. That's what I think. I think that you should have to vote. And you, and I don't think that you should just be able to write in some person that's not a nominee. Like, I don't know. I, I think that no excuses. But I think that people need to be further inspired to vote because I feel like there's so many instances in the past where we're constantly told like days after election, oh, this state closed their polls early and turned away this many people. Like, I feel like the, the local like infrastructure is cracked and flawed and that shit needs to be fixed. Like we need to talk about like why a vote still matters when we still have an antiquated ass voting system, like an electoral college. Like who the fuck are these people? Who are what? these oh, electoral what? college people? Like, okay, so this guy goes into the next thing of like why I'm excited we're doing this voting takeover and we're doing this month because I have a lot of questions. This is important in my mind. Um, oh yeah, for what we're doing on this show and one of the things that excites me about this podcast in general is that I truly have a lot of questions. And I think like Chancia looked at me and she's like, why don't people vote? Like, why is voting hard? And so I go into this whole thing and I'm trying to explain to her, well, you have to register to vote. And I'm like, and if you don't register for a certain time, you're not allowed to vote. And then she's like, and then you have to show up. And then sometimes you can show up and you're at the wrong polling place. And I'm like going through all these like scenarios of why people may or may not vote or whatever but I'm not really describing the voting process. I'm not really being clear. And she was like, getting frustrated with me. And I was like, yeah. ah, I'm like, what is the voting process? I'm like, I actually don't know like where it stands right now, especially because now they're doing more mail-in ballots and like, I'm just confused. So I think, I mean, I'm not confused, but I am a little confused. So yeah. I just know why is voting so confusing for, and I don't think I'm alone in this. I think voting in America is super confusing so much so that I went onto this website um, and it was called, it's USA.gov. And they have like a voting video for children. So they understand voting. Even that video is confusing. And they go from the primaries to narrowing down a candidate to then they're like, and then you cast a vote. Then your vote goes to the electoral college. And I'm like, first of all, you skipped over registering. So you just told them they just cast a vote. Like, that's what happens. And that's not what happens. And so it's like, even USA.gov, fix your video because that's not right. And so even, even as a kid, you're not even learning the voting process. So yeah, exactly. I get that because I'm like, it's not my fault. I'm not being educated, but it is my job to educate myself. Although I'm excited to have people on. Too. Me too. But can I say something really funny? Because as yeah. we were saying in the beginning, we both are not tweeters. We don't tweet. We don't know how to use Twitter. We have really great interns. We've had Shannon, we've had um, Diamante, we now have Emily. We have like these really great interns who have been like helping us with social media because we truly are, while we're Betty Whites and we're cool, we don't know what this button does. We don't know what we're doing. Shout out to the interns. And, Shout out to like, the interns for helping us feel cool. 
but we're, we read about like we read funny tweets and we think about the world in which these tweets came from and we yeah. laugh hysterically because they're funny as fuck can i just tell you why i was laughing so hard so wow. one of the tweets i read was from this guy called shuey and his tweet was everyone in trump's administration is a character in a steely dance <laughs> it's so true oh my god i can't oh my god they were also fucked up like driving and getting hit by cars and shit like not good not good so i, so I was like so this is fun. So like we would go through and look at tweets and I saw so many that people were posting, but um, I, I saw this, I, like I went on to Bustle and on Upworthy and they like chose some of the top tweets and I had have to share some of them. Like one of them was by at Uncle Blazer and he goes, this is the first presidential debate that needs a cigarette break. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. By the way, like I have been not really drinking during the week. It's my new thing. Oh, and I didn't drink. Oh, huge, huge problem. So brave of you, boo. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, but this is my, my favorite. Like this is good. <laughs> this guy, he at our Eric, he says, these two white men are fighting about who is more suburban. Take me home to... <laughs> Nancy Myers, Kitchen in the Sky, White Jesus. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I'm like, cheers to, cheers to Nancy Myers, White Kitchen. Cheers, Nancy. Thank you. By the way, why I think that's so funny too, is I recently played it's complicated that movie for Chinsia, and she's like, can you turn this off? Like, what is this? Like, is this, was this your life like growing up? Like, what is this movie? I'm like, it's Nancy Myers. She like is so idyllic. Wait, and do you know the comedian Gary Owen? No. Oh my God, he's funny as hell. Anyway, am I gonna have to like, I'm gonna have to Google his movies and tell you which ones he's been in, but she like know him when she see his face. But he said, this debate needs Samuel L. Jackson as a moderator. Oh, shit. What would he do? Like, like, that's a whole nother thing. He'd be like, pick up the dead trees. Motherfucker, what? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I hit you. He's like, probably, like, I, I was actually surprised that someone didn't. I actually thought at one point maybe Trump would physically fight with Mike Wallace or he was going to leave. Or, or, or someone was going to leave. I don't know. Did you watch the SNL? Did you watch it? No, I didn't see it. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. But like, what actually is the best part? Are they back in the studio? Or are they still from home? No, they're in the studio. It was their first SNL back on Saturday. But I will tell you this. Forget about the debate for one second. Chris Rock was the host and his opening monologue was money it was so good so cheers to chris now there is something else i would like to just point out that happened today too um what is her name kaylee mcnanny who is it kylie what's her name kylie jenner oh mcnanny mcnanny trump's press advisor Holy shit. Yeah. 
Kaylee? 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 Can, can, we, can, we, can we Google this? Can we Google this? Kaylee or Kylie? Better, whatever. She has COVID now. Can I just tell you what baffles my super long hair that needs to be cut? Machinary, yep. Huh? What'd you say? Is Kaylee like machinary? Clearly, I don't watch enough CNN. Um, all right. Well, if I'm even pronouncing it correct. Well, she has COVID, and I have to tell you, if you look at the Rose Garden and you look at this, like, scenery. The third view of the audience. Yeah. First of all, um, I heard someone, someone say somewhere that visuals sometimes are, like, stronger than words. And, like, just to see that visual, you're just, like, you're just a pure, awesome human that you just held this thing at oh, the yeah. Rose I, I also am like, what am I doing over here? I'm like washing my hands, haven't gone to New Jersey, New York, haven't seen my family, haven't seen my friends. I've been like remote making signs and I am like social distancing to the core and having like a few too many drinks during the week. Meanwhile, like they're over there just like no masks showing like next to each other, no social distancing, like, okay. It's the craziest shit. Wait, I have to read these to you. So the guy has, so now we know that President Trump has tested positive for COVID. Yeah. Um, while it is not a funny situation because I know people who have passed away from COVID-19 and I don't find it to be funny. So um, I do not wish this on him. I feel bad. I'm sorry he got it, but he maybe should have worn his mask. I, I, don't, I don't know what to say. Um, but someone said I've had, <laughs> I like, presidents who don't test positive in my drafts since March. <laughs> you don't know this would happen though, like right before the fucking election, DT would contract COVID-19. The people are- Oh my God. Nervously. What's gonna happen to Trump? It's like the Trump nervous week. It's like baby Jessica all over a fucking again. It's like the COVID-19 hour with Donald Trump. Well, apparently he went out to go wave to supporters in a motorcade today. Like he gets like super special privileges. And I also like he, not only that, but he did like, uh, he, you know, talked to the media after he'd been in there for like, what, like 24 hours in the hospital. And he's like, I thought he was in the White House. My favorite part was he had all of his papers on his desk and like a pen. And I'm like, is he working? Like, is he yeah. in the hospital? But I guess he's the president, so he's got to be working. But I felt like I was watching, like, it was a set piece. I was like, is this real? All your books and your files on your desk. Like, why couldn't you just talk to the American people? And he put, he put on his, his outfit. Anyway, I don't wish him anything but a safe recovery. I don't want anyone passing away from this horrible thing. So, um, yeah. I agree, but I have to say this got me big time. This is not even a tweet. I actually don't even know where I saw this and I'm probably gonna butcher it, but you'll get the idea. I read somewhere that someone wrote, we have all actually been dead for four years. This is not real life. <laughs> I like, <gasps> sometimes I wonder that. I sometimes I really truly wonder that. Because I read not too long ago, it was like, you die when you realize all this time that you've been high. Oh my God. Yes. But that's actually how I've felt. Like I felt like my anxiety has been so high. Everything has been like 
I've had, I've fainted. I've been in the hospital. I, you fainted. We're all fainting, which is a whole nother episode. Bitch has been fainting, y'all. We've been just a fainting. Fall down or fun. I fainted doing my immigration blood test because shit was a little nerve wracking and I thought I was good with giving blood and I stood up knew I was going down. They laid me down and then I fainted laying down. So I was already laying down looking up and then I just sort of fainted Mm -hmm. laying down position, which is not even ideal. And then I had to get rushed to the emergency room because they thought I had a mini seizure, which I didn't end up having. But um, they they strapped me in, like they strapped me in to this thing. I was already at a doctor's office and they made me go to the ER and I'm alone. They're pricking my finger, strapping me in all the way, like to hear seatbelts all through my body. And I have to go to the hospital by myself during COVID and with a mask on. And I'm like, I mean, I'm grateful I didn't have COVID, but at the same time, like nobody's trying to be up there in the hospital. hospital. Yeah. Lonely place these days. So wash your hands. I like fainted on the floor of my cousin's like fourth floor walk-up apartment in I forget what city in New Jersey but it's really close to actually it's in New York it's like in Queens somewhere and I got really overheated in her apartment and I could not breathe and not like I'm just gonna set it up I did have a little bit of a party beforehand like I had no alcohol whatsoever that evening I will just say that but I also have not been eating a lot. So I had like scarfed down so much food in like 15 minutes and then just like drove straight to her house for a birthday party. And we go into her house and it's out, we were outside and it was kind of cold. We go into her house, it's like 98 fucking degrees. I like am borrowing a fucking mask from her that smells like toothpaste, okay? Okay, let's not even. She's like, it's new. I'm like, there's no fucking way this shit's new. It smells like fucking Listerine. Act one, okay? I could not. So then, like, I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, I'm, like, getting really hot. She had given me this vegan, like, um, Jamaican patty because we're all there for her birthday. And I eat it, and it's hot as hell. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to faint. And I go in the hallway and my cousin's like, are you okay? This is my other cousin. She's like, you are okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm good, Naj. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm gonna, I'm gonna faint. I'm like, Naj, you have to take my jacket off. I'm gonna faint. Next thing I fucking know, I'm just like, Naj, you have to make sure you keep me here. What the fuck? And then next thing I know, I'm waking up and I'm throwing up on the floor. Because you're done. Oh, you're throwing up? I threw up. I had to clean up my throw up because my brother was there and he's like, I, right, I can't. I can't do it. I'm like, are you kidding? And not just like, why you? I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm like, I'll, I'll clean it up. Yeah, I didn't know that part of the story. That was my disgusting. But can I tell you something like uh, the truth? I actually like, I, I felt a little responsible for your fainting. No. Sorry, I'm being like Danny Zuko right now. I'm rolling out my black tea. No, I'm telling you, this shit happens to me like once every like five, no. four years. The reason why I felt that way is because I fainted and then I told you my woes and we went through this whole experience because then I had like all the stuff happening with me and then you fainted and you texted yeah. me I hit it. Mm-hmm. But I fainted like four times before y'all like this is not my first time at the rodeo. 
No, this is not my first time either at the rodeo, but let me tell you something, fainting's super scary and, yeah. I, and, and anxiety's real and panic attacks are fucking no joke. And it is like, and I, my heart goes out to like everybody right now, especially those people that already deal with bad anxiety because it, the, the, these times is not pleasant. No, they're not. No, they're not. But happy birthday, Latrice. I'm sorry I threw up at your apartment on your birthday. Happy birthday. Um, so I just also, like, we have to talk about this because I watched it last night. Um, did you see the Savage Fenty? Oh, oh, oh. I had to grab my boobs for that. Holy shit, Rihanna. <laughs> She's so good. Oh my god! Oh, I fucking love her. She's but, a, she's a fucking. I didn't know it was gonna be like kind of a documentary too. I um, thought it was just gonna be like a show, and it was actually more like doc style, which I thought was cool. I like. Oh it. my god! Yeah, I loved it. Um, what were some of your highlights from the show? Because I would love to share mine. I have to say, the music was one of my favorites. Not necessarily the live performances, but just like um, okay, so. I don't want to give anything away, but if you haven't seen it too bad, I'm giving it away. Um, so, um, you know, the good guard where they had the eyelashes, the like kind of more like ethereal garden with the roses coming, yeah. coming down. And I love that part. That was like kind of towards the end ish. Um, yeah. I, I love the music and I love that song. I'm blanking on who sings it, but it was so good. And That's I. Pharrell, right? She likes yeah. to move. It wasn't Pharrell. She likes to move. No, was it was well, he had like some Kendrick Lamar in there. Um, oh up. yeah, he did the Janet Jackson. So good. Poetic justice, yes. Um, and but I think my favorite moment was seeing Demi Moore like rock and lingerie, like no worries. Like I was just yeah. like, you go on with your bad self. And and just just a total side note, I think all of it, I think this. For me, when it comes to fashion shows and fashion in general and just how skinny everybody is, not my deal. I don't like it. I I feel like I love seeing, especially lingerie, like I love seeing, doesn't matter you're beautiful how you are and who you are. And I felt like that totally is part of what she's putting out there with her. Oh my God, hell yeah. Fucking rock your shit. Fucking amazing. Like Lizzo. Oh, it was, yeah. it, was uh, it was great. Like, and the crunk dancers, and I was just like, Rihanna, because she stepped into this space when Victoria's Secret has been kicked off its pedestal. Like, Adriana Lima left the building, like, no one fucking cared anymore. I'm sorry to say, not to say or dismiss the models that were, like, aspiring to go back and be a part of the, the franchise, but yeah. Homeboy got knocked off his fucking pedestal, and Rihanna's jumped into this really unique beautiful space the same way she did with makeup and and found a space for everyone to be included exactly. so like makeup is now inclusive of all shades and and lingerie is inclusive of all shapes and sizes yeah i think another thing too and also the design is good and the quality is there it's not like just like shit you know just like she's got that is her platform Have but like the website like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you kidding? I watched the show and then I was like, Chinsy, are you going to order me this? Like, so the thing is, like, you're supposed to like, sign up, but they charge you like $50 a month for underwear and stuff, like, regardless. Like, it's oh, like no. rotating, like, a reoccurring cost for, like, 
underwear. I didn't see that. See that. We need to figure out how this works and how we can, like, if we can cancel it when we need to. I want to support Rihanna and all she does. I'm trying to support Rihanna Fenty, like, let's do it. I will do that. Like let's do it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought it was great. And I, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I'm not a fan of the, the thing is, is, the Victoria's Secret fashion show, that was like, everybody was like, the Victoria's Secret fashion show, that was like such a thing mm -hmm. for so long. It was and a I, moment, like it was a time capsule. But don't you feel like, the thing is with the Victoria's Secret fashion show is you're just watching like, oh, all these girls are so hot and there's always that one performer that's also looking good and it's, it's all like thing and whatever. But I, I like this new thing where we're moving into a place of, the show is more of like, it's it's it feels more three dimensional. Like you're 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 shooting it. It's like a movie. We're going from this space to this space to this space. You have dancers. The it's it's not you're not walking down a runway. Right. It feels a little. It's more, very expansive. Yeah, it's good. I love it. It's so fucking awesome. Anyway, I have to throw out my favorite moment was. It really, truly had to be Erica Jane at the end of the show with her long fucking twist. And she like fucking strutted down the runway and was just like the hottest thing in the fucking world. And I love the housewives. I watch Atlanta, Beverly Hills, Orange County. Well, not anymore because Tamara left. Mm -hmm. And I will continue to watch New York. But um, Erica Jane is just fire. I fucking love her. Oh my God, her husband, by the way, Cece. His real life is inspired by, like, Aaron Brockovich, the movie, was inspired by his, his case. Really? He was that lawyer who fought against Hinckley. No. Yeah. Oh. Tom Girardi. So she married him. She, like, had a son when she was really young. She used to be, like, a stripper. She's from Georgia. And, like, she's 49 now, and her son's a cop in Los Angeles. She's, like fucking amazing but she like lives this very active life like janet jackson is like representing her and we got rihanna seeing erica jane yes it's yes. expensive to be erica jane i have to tell you when you're 97 years old but it's cool we're talking about the housewives i don't know if you saw this but um this was funny um so bethany frankel like straight up calls out kylie jenner and she's like this is everything that's wrong with society right now or whatever and it's because she posted her back to school photo or video of her daughter in a twelve thousand dollar of his backpack like trotting between like, no stop it no stop it cc she used to be like the the like the normal middle class fucking housewife but you know what she said she goes look like i have nice things like i get it but now is not the time and this is what i have to say to everybody closing statement now is not the time. Nobody cares about your fashion. Like get, get it together with your, like all of that. Nobody cares about your travels. I don't care where the hell you're going unless you're going there right. for a walk. I don't care. Or to go see your family member because it's imperative. Right now, the, all of that, whether you're Kim Kardashian down to whoever, like, you know, Joe Schmo, like, I don't feel like I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in all of it. I don't want to see it. I don't want right. to see it until right. people get their jobs back. We can be a fully functioning economy again. I don't want to see any of it. I'm not interested. I agree. I agree 100%.
Bethany, high five. And you know what? Here's the truth. I don't actually think that Kylie Jenner was like trying to be malicious. I think that she's like, this is my baby. Like $12,000 to me is like CC buying this marker. Like it's no worries, you know? There's also something to be said though about people who, there's a difference between, not to say that Paris, Paris Hilton is completely opposite of the point I'm trying to make, but (laughs) we said about people who, whatever, who do not grow up with a whole bunch of money. Like right. that's why the Kardashians tend to be very, very flashy with the things that they have. Not like calling out all of them, but they tend to be very showy when it comes to the cars that they have, the bags that they have, the jewelry that they have, the luxury that they live. So there's just, I don't know. But the, what I was saying was, I don't actually their life. It's their way of life. I don't think, exactly, I don't think she's trying to be offensive. So I get a little like, okay, are we gonna... You don't know any better. Like, this is where she is now. She's super fucking excited to be really cute and have a fun body and have a cute baby and still a lip gloss. Leave the bitch alone. Just leave her be. I mean, let her be, but we are in like this call-out like there's the it's call out culture like I feel like everybody's gonna like you're gonna get called out by someone so I feel like you need to know that in your mind that someone's gonna call you out and you shouldn't be checking yourself because you know someone's gonna call you out I think you should be checking yourself because I think you should just be doing the right thing because of what's going on in the world today I think we need to really all check ourselves and how we're living our lives on a daily basis so I feel like where Bethany is coming from is that she's upset because she's not checking herself so she's like i'm gonna check you for you <laughs> right i don't have twelve thousand i don't have twelve thousand dollars i don't have twelve thousand dollars if i saw that kid i'd steal that backpack and i would go what? i would take it <laughs> i watched a, i watched when i used to work for sundance i watched this incredible documentary about hermes and they make like four or five bags in one day like the process is so intricate that it has to go through these like really intricate stages that it takes like a day just to make five. So I can understand the money for the quality because it de- because it's such a process and yeah. it's beautifully treated and it's an art. It's a craft. It's craftsmanship. You're paying for like prestigious craftsmanship. I'm curious if you have any last words. Do we have any last words? Can we talk about one thing before we sign off? Yeah. What? Are you watching Ratchet on Netflix? Cece, don't make me get up and walk away again. Okay. Is she kidding me right I now? I've seen it. I stopped it because it was getting a little like kind of graphic for me, like gory and like violent ish. And like it was just, I didn't like, I had a hard time. So Did I talked to American Horror Story. No, for the same reason. Ah, uh, okay. Well, was the only thing that he has done, Ryan Murphy, that I've like truly like loved, like in my heart so much, was Hollywood. I loved it. I loved it. It was great. Hollywood was that with Lindsay Lohan? No, that was Canyon. No, it's his other series that is. You have to watch it. Oh no, no, no! Shut up, Hollywood. The one on Netflix. The ones with like the old yes. people. Okay, it yeah. Was- about it you know so good it's just so romantic you know i i think i'm having a hard time i just started watching watchmen and oh yes regina king oh god she's so good 
she is so fucking amazing stuff. I know that we're all talking about Sarah Paulson because she's so goddamn amazing on yeah. Ratchet. And just as an actress, she's just brilliant and so giving and just, she's just fun. I love, I love, I love Sarah Paulson. Yeah. But I had to give Cynthia Nixon her props. I don't know if she got this part because she wasn't like governor of New York or whatever, but I am so proud of her for doing this part because I feel like for the first time, I mean, because on Sex and the City, she got into this very specific space as an actress. Like you saw her from this very specific side, but we as an audience kind of knew because we are so, we have such a close connection with the people we watch because we're, everything's so brightly lit now. Um, that we knew her truth. So for, for us to be able to see Cynthia Nixon now in this part, kind of living a part of her own truth is wow. really beautiful to watch. And it's super powerful. And she's got these really dope, like 1950s Catherine Hepburn suits on. Okay, I'm going to watch it. Jesus. What? Now you have me all excited. I'm like going to go watch Cynthia Nixon live oh, her we have Cynthia Nixon, but then we also have Sophie Okendo. Do you know who she is? No. So Sophie Okendo was also in this movie called, um, oh my God, The Secret Life of Bees. Oh, I love that movie. So she played the sister May. Anyway, she was fucking fantastic in that movie. Okendo? Sophie Okendo. Okendo. was O-K-O-N-E-D-O. She's fucking awesome. So she's doing this show, Ratchet, and she's playing this character who has multiple personality disorder. And she, her range is fucking crazy. Yeah. I was just like watching a show, like sometimes I find myself going into my phone or like scrolling through Instagram. Like I'm really trying to find myself able to watch something without touching my phone yeah. and not paying attention. And I found myself doing that at certain times with this show, but she specifically drew me out of it. Like she made me take my phone and like put it on the floor. But yeah, so, well, this has been great. I'm really excited for I look like such a lesbian right now with my with my outfit, but I don't even know. Broken tight dresses who drag with mustaches. Wow. No, but seriously though, like do I need to cut my hair? No, I kind of love it. Like, I want to throw you right into the Ozarks. Keep it going, baby. Keep it going. You're heading your right way. 